Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, Fiber Deployments, and Community Events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com slash news. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. The Eagles captured the first crosstown showdown of the football season in the Garden City while some of the other top contenders continued to roll. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. In the first Garden City clash this season, Missoula Big Sky took down Missoula Hellgate last week, 42-35 at Missoula County Public Stadium. Caleb Wren threw three touchdown passes, each to different players as the Eagles won for the second time this season. Connor Dick threw four touchdowns for the Knights, who fell to 2-3. and three. Missoula Sentinel and Billings West continue to roll with a pair of lopsided victories. The defending Class AA state champion and Spartans took apart winless Kalispell Flathead 54-0 while West raced past Billings Skyview 63-0 for its fifth straight win. Helena High pulled even with Kalispell Glacier in the Western AA standings with a 48-24 win over the Wolfpack. Bengals quarterback Caden Hewitt, a future Grizzly, threw three touchdowns and ran for three more in the win. Helena held Jake Randina, Class AA's leading rusher, to just 39 yards on the ground. In the top Class A game of the weekend, second-ranked Laurel took down number three Billings Central 28-14 behind a standout game running the ball and in Hoops News, former Montana State standout Tyler Hall is getting another shot with the New York Knicks. Hall, Big Sky Conference's all-time leader in career points and three-pointers made, signed a non-guaranteed contract to fill the 20th spot on the New York Knicks preseason roster, according to Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Selway Armory.
What up, Montana? Welcome back. Happy Thursday. Hope you're getting geared up for a great weekend. Be a good weekend around here. We have another college game day Twisted Tailgate presented by ESPN Missoula as well as Twisted T. So come hang out with us before Saturday's Grizz game. We'll be live from 11 until 1230, broadcasting from the back of an RV provided by RV Truck Sales at the base of the walking bridge in the Chamber of Commerce parking lot. Twisted T's got samples. Badlanders are going to be slanging drinks. You can listen to us break it all down. Rajim Seabrook and myself will be on the mic. Andrew Houghton will probably stop by as well. So please come hang out with us. we got all sorts of swag and coupons and gifts and just fun stuff as football season is in its, uh, not stretch run yet, I guess. It's, it's in the peak. It's in the middle of it. It's in the heart of it. And uh, we're excited to bring College Game Day to you one more time with Dixie State coming to town to take on Montana. Well, as per usual here on a Thursday, we are not on television. I'm on television. This segment is being played through the television, but our good friend Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, is not on the TV with us because, as we do most Thursdays, we're pre-recording this, so you won't be able to see the reaction on her face. But we get this thing started with me showing her a picture. Ugh. (laughs) This is a black and white photo of Tom Brady and his hair. And uh, it's on the cover of the Wall Street Journal. And the headline just reads, Tom Brady keeps it real. Oh, my God. And only Tom Brady could wear, like, a hoodie with some sort of slicked up vinyl jacket or something. With his stupid chiseled cheekbones. And people think he's a a sex symbol. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about the influence. Let me see it again. I don't know how I feel about the influence this has on the the homogenized version of what a handsome man is. It's very interesting to me. Regardless, pretty funny. And, uh, you know, uh, Carolyn's worst nightmares came true. Tom Brady won again. Sunday night football in the rain in New England against Bill Belichick. I was really hoping for a loss. It's never going to end. The best part is Carolyn showed up on Monday, had no clue what happened in the game. (laughs) It's the best part. Uh, Okay, so Tom Brady's never going to lose again. He's going to play until he's 100, and uh, that's basically the central theme of this segment. But what else you got this week? Well, I have kind of a lot, so I guess I'll just start with the big one. (laughs) Okay, the big one. Urban Meyer. Oh, buddy. Now... First, not only is he the losingest coach right now, right? After being among the greatest coaches in college football history, yes. Then he gets busted in his own restaurant. With a picture of his he and his wife on the wall. Getting like, I can't say what I was going to say, I don't think. Probably not. Grinded. Sure. Um, at the bar. Yep. And then trying to downplay it, like this lady just kind of came up to me and stood there. But if you watch the video, he w- he wasn't asking her to move. Right. He wasn't acting like a married man. Sure. Um, I, I guess the, uh, I don't have much of a takeaway from the actual actions here. People do unsavory things at bars all the time. I think that uh, <laughs> being the, the purveyor of morality, so to speak, is sticky at the very least. I just can't believe how bad these people are at, at handling things after they happen. Just shut up. Right. Just be like, dude, I screwed up. That's it. Don't talk about it and explain it away and keep talking about it. Exactly. So apparently he had a meeting with his team on Monday 
only some members of the team, I guess. That's right. And, and then they allegedly laughed their butts off at him after he walked out of the room. Yes. And <laughs> said he has zero credibility. Yeah. So what do you think is going to happen? Well, I think that this is first and foremost, this is just a great example of the distinct differences in being a head coach in the professional ranks and in college. In college, you're selling kids on uh, a culture and your ability to lead them and maybe uh, you're their secondary father figure or even their primary father figure and everybody's within this closed age range and there's no questioning if you're the adult in the situation because you're coaching kids. Mm -hmm. Now when you're trying to act like an adult and you're coaching a bunch of adults that have paychecks they want to make and feed a family, you can't be screwing around like this. It's totally different. Like what junior in college could say anything to Urban Meyer if this situation happened? Whereas if you're like a 35-year-old offensive tackle or something, you're like, bro, what's wrong with you? Right. You can actually say, like, why are you doing that to your wife? And it has validity. So I just think it shows you that just the differences first and foremost. But also I just find it hilarious that Urban Meyer has uh, had so much success at the college level. Thought he was going to come and take the NFL by storm, and they have just sucked, sucked, sucked. Was this his first year as a head coach this in the NFL? This is his first year as wow. a head coach in the NFL. Okay. Yep. And he was an Ohio State coach before? He was Ohio State, and then Florida previous to that, Utah previous to that. Interesting. Urban well, Meyer lost probably 25 games in the last uh, 25 years at the college level. So what's going on here? Well, it's a totally different thing. Again, <laughs> like Urban Meyer is Urban Meyer has skated underneath the radar of controversy because he actually has been really good at mitigating these sorts of deals. It's not a coincidence that Tim Tebow was pr promoted and projected as like the most holier than thou art guy in the history of college football while he was at Florida. Because the rest of Urban Meyer's team was getting arrested. Right. But he knew how, I should say the rest, that's a very drastic and sweeping statement. But they had more arrests for any college football program than any other program in the country. And nobody talked about it because everybody was sitting there writing about Tim Tebow saying prayers before games. Right. It was quite a PR stunt. And is that why he brought Tim Tebow to his team? This in the summer? Well, he's close with Tebow for sure, but also Tebow is a Jacksonville native. He's from Jacksonville. And I think that's one thing people don't really understand is that with the new NFL practice rules, all practices have to be open. So now all NFL teams have practices in front of fans. So they're like, you have a, they, we, in radio, we call it our non traditional revenue stream. Mm -hmm. They have a non traditional revenue stream by selling tickets to watch practice. Oh, interesting. So if you have Tim Tebow, people are going to buy a ticket because it doesn't matter if he's good or not, he's from there. So he brings an audience. Right. And, you know, he prays at the end of every <laughs> touchdown or whatever. Urban Meyer has been uh, skirting the system for quite some time. I had a completely different perception of Urban Meyer after I listened to Aaron Hernandez, the Gladiator uh, podcast by the uh, Boston Globe. Man, football ink is very real, and Urban Meyer was one of the ones that perpetuated it the most. Unbelievable. Well, here's my take on the Urban Meyer scandal. Okay. He's an idiot. The picture of him with the girl, with the mural of him and his wife in the background I mean, is just too good to be true. It's, for who? It's too bad to be true. Okay, it's, it's thank like, you. It's America in a nutshell. This this is us. Like, we are so stupid. We created this world where we could videotape each other all the time, yet we have no comprehension of when we could get videotaped. Well, that's the thing. I'm like, you're <sighs> at a bar. What? Do you, and you're, you own the bar. Everyone knows <laughs> who you are. And then he tried to say it wasn't him. Right. And then... I just don't even, I don't even understand these people. Like, if you're going to do this stuff, do it on the DL, as the kids say. That's right. 
don't be out in the middle of the bar. That's right. That's when your ego gets way too big. When's the last time there was a picture of Michael Jordan at a public establishment after dark? It hasn't been. Right. Since like 1993. And he cheated all the time. We just didn't know about it. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he did. So It's a fact. Uh, regardless. Um, I, yeah, I totally agree. Just uh, stay out of the spotlight. Yeah, just don't be stupid. I mean, don't cheat, obviously, but right. don't be stupid about it. Totally. Okay, well, good talk. Check um, out no sports. Good friend Carolyn here on 1029 ESPN Radio. All right, what else you got? Mr. Ben Simmons. Okay, what's he His doing now? His team is pretty annoyed at him. Well, I mean, I, I called you the other week to give you your affirmation of your previous take. They fined him $8.5 million. Right. Joel M. Embiid. Embiid. <laughs> Joel Embiid, yes. Yeah. He says it's disrespectful, and it's really disrespectful to the guys that are out there fighting to be on the team and working their butts off. And so at this point, I think they should just release him and stop the nonsense because they're not going to have a good team dynamic if he were to come back, which he won't because he'll just be a brat. I just think he's shooting himself in the foot. Oh, and all the fans hate him now. Yeah, that was already happening. But, yeah, certainly this is a bad it's a bad city to do it in for sure in Philadelphia. I would love to know what Embiid thinks because, you know, Embiid himself is a superstar, an all-star, a multimillionaire, but he also grew up in Cameroon. And uh, so I think that the $35 million that he's getting paid is probably a lot more appreciated. That's a stereotype to be sure that I'm perpetuating. But I'm sure that Joel Embiid's not very happy with Ben Simmons either. Uh, it, this is a, I want to know the details of the contract. So sometimes it's not as simple as just cutting a guy. If, if it's a guaranteed or if they owe him all that money. Even if he sits out and does not work, he could still get... Well, I mean, so there was, there, was the de- there was the detail of when he did not receive his $8.25 million uh, the other day, or I guess the other week, that that money went into an escrow account. So I don't know if that means that he could get it back or what. I would be so angry. If he gets money after all this. I mean, that's why some of the most powerful people in the world, in the country are the sports agents, though, because the contracts yeah. are ridiculous. I wish I'd done that. I wish I'd gone into that. That would have been fun. That would have been fun. Then you have to deal with these guys. But then I don't know anything about sports, so <laughs> probably not. I probably wouldn't be that good. Well, you could negotiate some contracts. Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I think the Sixers got to figure out a way to trade him. I don't think they can cut him. He's too valuable of an asset, even though he is acting like a petulant child. Hmm. Well... I say cut him. I'm really, it's really frustrating how many people are really disappointing me lately okay. in the sports world. Well, isn't that just across the board? No, because isn't I think. Isn't like the standard that's been set over the last two years that humans are inevitably disappointing, particularly Americans? I'm in a bad mood today. Wow. I'm sorry. Jeez, <laughs> Debbie Downer. I know. No, I think you have an it's opportunity. Like, it's like Michael Wilbon, my, one of my favorite journalists always says, the number one thing the internet taught people was how stupid everybody else is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but these bo- these guys and girls in sports have an opportunity to be positive and do, I mean, whatever the, his contract was, millions of dollars, he could do so much with that to be a good person. Sure. He could show up for his job that he was hired for. <laughs> right. Still annoyed about that. Yeah. But these... Well, okay, so let me ask you this. As somebody that's uh, raising young men at this moment in your life... NBA guys specifically, it's pretty clear that you're on the fast track to go to the NBA by the the, the time that they are your son's ages, your oldest son. 
a it, freshman it, in high school. It's very, very, it's very unlikely you're going to go to the NBA if no one knows who you are when you're 14 years old. And it's very likely if you're one of the prodigies, you'll go to the NBA. Therefore, okay. these dudes don't have jobs. Like, your son has a job mm-hmm. as a freshman in high school. These guys don't have jobs. I bet you Ben Simmons has never had a job in his life. Right. I think that's a huge influence on it, though, right? They don't understand this concept of where you're saying where you just have to show up to work because these guys have been getting free money and free shoes since they were sophomores in high school. But their job is basketball. Right. And I'm okay with that. If totally. you're a prodigy and your job, like, totally. when you look at these people, they're practicing, they're working. They are totally. constantly working. When they're not in totally. school, they're practicing or playing. I think that's the biggest misperception of people when it comes to NBA players, too, though. They don't understand that NBA teams practice they practice but not all the time because they're on the road so much the Mm -hmm. season is so long but also even when they do practice once you're in the midst of the season it's like an hour and a half long walkthrough so what i'm getting at is if you want it to be that the nba could be a two to five hour a day job yeah most of these dudes are not spending eight to ten hours the dudes like kobe bryant who spend 10 to 12 hours a day kevin durant lebron james that's why they're the best in the world that's yeah. what frustrates me so bad with a guy like Simmons. Like, what are you doing, bro? Go work out. Learn how to shoot. Right. Go do your job. Like, if you're making millions, of, millions dollars, of dollars, you should for. shoot for five hours a day until right. you're the best shooter in the world. Agreed. I, I just get super frustrated at this entitlement. And I know a lot of them have been told since, you know, they were 10, 12, 14 sure. that they are the top of the top. But... Kobe Bryant was, and he handled himself, I mean, for the most part. Totally. You know, he, but he worked very hard at his job. Mm-hmm. And I just, I get so frustrated with this. Do your job that you were hired for and get the money and move on when your contract's over. Unless your coach is beating you. <laughs> the drama wouldn't be so good, though, if everybody did just follow marching orders. Half the drama in the NBA is that half these guys don't understand and don't appreciate and or have, don't have the makeup to do it. I just need to go on a, they need to, I need to do a TED Talk for these boys. <laughs> Take her to the Rookie Symposium. Yes. Give Carol a platform. Chicken right. Doesn't Know Sports, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. Hope you have a great Thursday. We are broadcasting live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. You can find Northwest Motorsport online, nwmsrocks.com. It's Trucktober. They have all sorts of great deals and the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. What else you got, Carolyn? Do you remember last week when I was talking about a bunch of ex-NFL players that got busted for fraud, for stealing from the insurance? Um, They were making fake requests for, you know, various medical devices and things and then taking the money? Sure, sort of. This was not last week. Was it not last week? It was a couple weeks ago. ago. Well, guess what? What? A bunch of ex-NBA... Clinton Portis was one of them, right? Yeah, and now a bunch of ex-NBA players have gotten busted for the same thing. 18 ex-NBA players, including Glenn Big Baby Davis... No, buddy. One of my favorites. And Sebastian Telfair? Sebastian Telfair. Mm. I know Sebastian Telfair's brother, Ethan, pretty well. Well... He's in trouble. Yeah, that's not the first time, Um, unfortunately. $3.9 million in fraud, in fraudulent proceeds from this, you know, this uh, account that is supposed to help hurt or injured or sick ex-NBA players. Wow. I, again, I need to be at the rookie symposium and explain to these people how you, you know, work towards your future. Like... Emmett Smith. Sure. He started in, you know, investing yeah, yeah. in real estate. Yeah. He knew he wasn't going to play football for his whole life, so he had right. to figure out a plan. Right. 
I mean, how much of place of origin is beyond your own escape, though, I guess? is That's been my question. I think at the end of the day, you make your own decisions, and you have to grow out of where you come from, if where you came from influences you in a poor fashion. But there's also a dynamic of, like, where you come from makes you, for better or worse, right? Like, Sebastian Telfer is from Coney Island. Like, he is the kid from Coney Island. Like, have you seen the movie He Got Game? No. Oh, man. You've never seen anything. <laughs> Denzel Washington, Ray Allen. It's about Jesus Shuttlesworth, who's this fictional character, but it's like Jesus Shuttlesworth is like a movie version of Kobe Bryant and Stefan Marbury combined when they were in high school. And, and this kid, you know, he's at Lincoln High School. He is the prodigy. Well, then Sebastian Tilfer was the real life of that. He was a kid from Lincoln High School 10 years after that movie came out, who then was this prodigy who was going to the NBA. But he's been in trouble a lot. And like he got, he first got into legal troubles because uh, he got busted with an unregistered weapon when he was in high school. And on one hand, that's st- silly. And we would say that's like people that don't grow up in the projects would say, well, why do you have an unregistered gun? Why do you have a gun period when you're 15? And he would say, of course my gun's unregistered. And why wouldn't I have a gun when I live in the hood? Right, like right. I have to have protection. And so I just wonder how much of it is hard to outgrow. I think at the end of the day, again, once you become a grown man or a woman or whatever, you have to make your own decisions and escape your own previous situations. But it's also... It's part of the bigger system that a guy like Sebastian Telfer has not been able to stay out of trouble, I think. I 100% agree. I just wish that there were plans in place for some, for all of these athletes that especially have come from, you know, a harder background. Sure. So that they could flourish and, and you know, have a positive life. And right. that's what bums me out is that these guys are finally have this opportunity yeah. to really have a change and make a change and help people and help themselves and their families sure. and all that. And then I just don't know if they're set up for success. Well, that's, they're not. And that's the whole, that's the whole dichotomy. And that's why like covering the level of sports we cover here in the big sky conference is so much more savory. There's still some unsavory stuff that goes on, but by and large, most guys that play football and basketball at the university of Montana or Montana state are doing it because they love the sport, they want an education, but mostly they're not trying to go pro. And the coaches make a concerted effort into mentoring these guys into developing into good young people and then into young men that then can go be productive in society. And by and large, most guys that play football for the Cats and the Grizz and other sports too, but specifically football, do become really uh, productive members of our communities and, and of society in general. The irony here is that the higher the level, the less uh, they care about you as your development as a person because you're a commodity. Yeah. When you get to the professional level, most NBA owners and front office people and stuff like that, they do not give a bleep about you or what you are as a man or what you're going to become or how you're doing after you retire. They don't give a care in the world about that kind of stuff because you are just a commodity. You are something that they own. I have another million-dollar idea. Can't wait. So a couple weeks ago, I had suggested the big brother, you know, mentor thing, which I guess is happening, but I have a better idea. Okay. NBA moms. NBA moms. Every team gets an NBA mom. Every team has a mom and they're going to make sure these kids are keeping it in check. (laughs) And if they don't, they get a little slap across the back Uh, of their head and a talking to. Yeah. I just just don't know. I, I don't know if this is a solvable problem. Everything is solvable. I know, but there's there's such an element of hyper-competitiveness and being an alpha dog that goes into then that leading you down bad roads. Interesting. 
Well, like if you're competitive enough to play in the NBA, then you're also going to be competitive. So competitive, you want to have a nicer car than all your teammates. You're going to want to have a hotter girlfriend than all your teammates. Maybe more girlfriends than all your teammates. You want to have every. Sweet- you want to have the NBA mom, the best NBA mom. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. It's a, great, it's a great idea. I get that. But also, don't you want the best future? Don't you want to be 50 years old and well, we've, we've still ta- live in large? We've talked about the, the influence that wives can have on these guys. I also think the influence of mothers. Like, I don't think it's a coincidence that Steph Curry and LeBron James and Kevin Durant's mothers are all very visible. I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah. Like, their moms have been lining them out. Right. I mean, Kevin Durant, he was made fun of for the, a long time when he first got to the NBA because he got to the league when he was 19, and his mom was still doing his laundry. And he's like, dude, I don't know. Like, I'm busy. Oh, that's so cute. Like, I went to the, lived in the dorms in Texas for one year, and now I'm living back. Like, I want my mom to be around, help me out. Like, yeah. I got stuff to do. So, anyways, uh, maybe you're on to something. I am on to something. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Okay, I have a confession, but I wonder if we should save it for after our giveaway. Let's do the giveaway first. Okay. Okay. Uh, The AC Hotel downtown in Missoula, a new hotel, a beautiful hotel, uh, one of the the newest parts of what has become a renewed and and awesome downtown in Missoula. Always been great down there, but now they have all sorts of other new options that maybe you haven't tried, including the AC Hotel. You don't have to be staying there to go to the bar or the restaurant. You can go there specifically for brunch, an outstanding brunch if you want to eat, but they also have drinks and cocktails all all across the board at all times. But uh, what we got for you is... Breakfast for two. Yeah. Monday through Sunday. You don't have to save it for the weekend. You can go before work. You can sneak out of work. I give you my permission if your boss (laughs) gets you in trouble. Um, They have the most amazing breakfast with tons of milk for culture. (laughs) And uh, Love they, some milk. Drink some milk last night. It's delicious. With your soup? Uh, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> this is what my life's digressed to. I make such a giant pot of soup on Sundays that I eat it for like five to ten consecutive meals. That's great. I guess. I like, I'm a leftovers person. No one it's else a, in my family is. It's a sad day when you're like in the kitchen eating your... On Thursday, on day four of like soup and milk? Like on 8.30 in the morning eating some soup. Wow. Well, maybe instead <laughs> of eating soup for breakfast, you go to AC Hotel hey. and get some of their amazing different toasts and meats and pastries and coffees. Anyway, call in. Go ahead and give the number. <laughs> That's 888-1029. Call number three. We got a pair of vouchers for you. All you got to do is give your name to Andrew in the back. He will give a call down to AC Hotel, and you can go fulfill your breakfast dreams at any time. That's right. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) There's some mimosas included in this, too, which is a a good perk. Get a big glass of milk in honor of culture. Uh, I would not suggest mixing the mimosas and our Bloody Marys with milk. I'd say choose one or the other. Okay. Or a white Russian. Man. Isn't that milk and something? Or cream sometimes. Okay. That reminds me of Ryan Tutel. I have a confession. Okay. (laughs) And because I'm the chick who doesn't know sports, I felt it was apropos. Okay. So I've been seeing some ads for the Ryder Cup on TV. Which I was already over, yes. Okay, well, I saw some ads for the Ryder Great. Cup. Great. One of my best friends worked at the Ryder Cup. He invited me to go help work, but I was unable to do that because we have our uh, pregame show, which we have another one on Saturday, by the way. Nice plug. That's Good right. Job. That's what we do around here. Plug everything all the time. So back when I lived in California and I worked for a company that we would represent different TV stations all around the country, and you would se- you know, we'd sell advertising for them, mm-hmm. and they always had these Ryder Cup packages for yep. us to sell. Well, up until 
literally this week, I thought the Ryder Cup was a horse race. Oh, my God. Because, <laughs> you know, ride like you ride a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Holy cow. You had no idea. This is why you're the greatest salesperson of all time. You can sell stuff that, that you don't even know what it is. <laughs> I had no idea until this week. Until <laughs> At least you knew it was or sports. last week. At least you knew it was sports. You could have got all the way down another uh, rabbit hole. I mean... Wow. Okay. Oh, geez. So you Coulter. know what the do you know what the Ryder Cup is now? Golf. Right. Do you know why why it's significant? No. Okay. So it's like an international team competition. So it's the United States versus the Europeans. The Europeans created golf. Now U.S. Oh, has did? all the big no. bad guys, and so it's who a, won? The United States won in a landslide oh. this year. Yes. Okay. Well. I learned it's a great tournament. It's like kind of the end of the year deal. Like it doesn't really count for much of anything. It's just good cinema. Yeah. Because it's not stroke play, it's match play. So guys are playing against each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it'll be like Justin Rose versus Justin Thomas or whatever. I don't know who either of those people are. That's amazing in itself. Well, Do you know any professional golfers? Name one. Tiger Woods. Who else? Ar- Arnold Palmer. <laughs> Eighty-year-old guys. Well, oh I just God. know that because of the drink. Do you know who? <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas, Na- Jack. Oh Nicholas, my gosh, John, the, Jack Nicholas Jack is Nicholas, correct. Yes, I'm glad. I'm in, glad you're naming multiple senior citizens. Because he's in all the ads for arthritis. Do you, do you know who Rory McIlroy is? Yes, because he. Broke it off with a tennis player Carry like on was, weeks yeah. before so their wedding. So this is the only people she knows are the people that dated famous people. Do you know who du- uh, Dustin Johnson is? Nope. Dated Pauline and Gretzky. I think they're actually married now. You're right. I was going to say that, but How yeah. about Ricky Fowler? He's dated some starlets. Nope. No. Jordan Spieth. Nope. You don't know any of these guys. No. Golf it's is amazing. the worst. It's the worst? What? It's one of the best. So boring. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You poor people. Anyway, literally last week is when I found out that the Ryder Cup is not a horse race. Wow. In my defense, when it was all happening, we had like the Kentucky Derby we were selling and we had all sorts of horse races. This is when you're in California? It was when I lived in LA. and I People worked. wanted to buy horse racing well, in this was, California? We wrapped TV stations all over. So like we had TV stations in all over the country. And mm-hmm. so if a business like Dodge or right. Toyota see, or whatever, see, a national company wanted, they might want to, no one really bought it though. And especially when I said it was horse racing, <laughs> maybe if I had sold it as an international golf tournament, I would have sold it. <laughs> oh man. Oh, man. I just wanted everyone to know. I felt like you guys would appreciate it. Well, somebody that is such an advertising maven, I think you'd appreciate golf for the simple fact of the uh, branding ability that exists, right? Like, the guys are just on the course at all times, and they're, like, their shirts, their hats. Like, it's like a billboard. Every guy's a billboard. I know, and I do sometimes regret not going into that kind of marketing and advertising, because I think that would be super fun. Well, let's do it. Okay. Name, image, and likeness. Let's go get everybody in the world wearing some logo gear. Let's go hook up all the athletes. Well, we're going to be hooking up FC Missoula with some ESPN stuff because we're their new sponsor. That's cool. Yeah. Very nice. Congratulations to FC Missoula. See that plug I just did? I love it. Yeah. What else you got? That's it. Chicken doesn't know sports. We do this each Thursday here on Nuanas Now. Our good friend Carolyn swinging by. Congratulations to our AC Hotel winner. And, uh... Thanks so much for stopping by, Carolyn. A pleasure as always. The pleasure was all mine. <laughs> so there you go. Good friend, Carolyn. A chick who doesn't know sports. How about a chick who does know sports? Actually, just a young lady. Uh, an awesome runner. One of the great distance runners in the state of Montana, Kenzie May. 
joins us next here on ESPN Radio, part of our River City Runners. Keep it right here, 102.9 FM. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What up, what up? Welcome back. Nuanas now. ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuanas, broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Northwest Motorsport boasts the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. You can check them out in Missoula at the corner of Stevenson Mount or online at nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Time now for our, one of our newer segments, River Sea Runners. Highlighting runners from around this River City, but also around the great state of Montana as well. River City Runners is just a catchy name. We're going to highlight running studs from around the state of Montana. But this one does highlight a young lady who is an outstanding runner here in the River City, in the Garden City, Kenzie May. Kenzie May is the daughter of Clint May. Clint May was one of the great cross-country and distance running coaches the state of Montana has ever seen. He led Bozeman High School to an unbelievable dynasty that included 12 consecutive girls' class AA state championships and 10 consecutive class AA state boys' cross-country championships. Clint May then went to the college ranks in Virginia for a couple years, so Kenzie ran her early uh, high school days in Virginia and then comes back as Clint May returns to Montana as the University of Montana first distance coach and now head track and field coach. And so, uh, great running lineage, and Kenzie May, she's the reigning Gatorade Runner of the Year, cross-country runner of the year. She did that as a junior. She's now a senior at Hellgate, and she's got the Knights eyeing a second consecutive Class AA state championship as a team. River City Runners is presented by Zootown Sports Cards of Missoula. Backed by popular demand, Zootown Sports Cards presents the Missoula Sports Cards and Collectibles Show on October 23rd at the Doubletree Hotel. Come check out exceptionally rare and coveted cards and goods from more than 30 vendors from around the state and region. The show lasts from 10 a.m. until 5 p.m., and admission for attendees is free. So come check out the hottest in the memorabilia industry at the Missoula Sports Card and Collectible Show at the Doubletree, presented by Zootown Sports Cards of Missoula. Well, happy now. To continue, one of our new favorite segments here around Nuanez now, it's River City Runners, where we highlight some of the best runners, specifically in Missoula, but also around the great state of Montana as well. Missoula, a wonderful running community, but there's also lots of great running communities. And the young lady who joins us next, she's been a part of two of the better ones in the state of Montana. She's Kenzie May. She's a runner at Missoula Hellgate, an outstanding cross-country and distance running standout. Kenzie, thanks so much for taking some time for us today. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> How are you guys? 
Very good. Let's talk a little bit about just the uh, the culture of running in general and, and how it's maybe impacted your life because you are the daughter of Clint May, who longtime uh, cross-country coach and, and distance coach at Bozeman High School, built one of the great high school dynasties that this state has seen. I was actually at the Bozeman Chronicle at the time uh, during the heart of that great run, and now Coach May at the University of Montana as the head track and field coach there, replacing Brian Schwain and still leading the distance running. So you've had an opportunity to experience the running community in both Bozeman and Missoula and also the daughter of a cross-country coach also probably something that's been a part of your life for a long time so just tell us just how all of those different factors have influenced you and just your love of running um I definitely think my dad has definitely inspired me to get into running and so that was how I started and then I also get to learn like the background for college coaching and also high school coaching and get to learn some training hacks and I get to find out good ways to eat like nutrition and everything like that and it's just really good because I learn a lot more than I feel like a lot of other people do. So, yeah. What are some of those those training hacks? Because the training portion of this is so, so important, particularly to be able to peak when the competition comes around. So what sort of things have you learned just in terms of, you know, the little things that you can do with taking care of your body and stuff like that? Um, a lot of it is recovery. So, like, stretching, rolling out. And I have a Theragun, and I do a bunch of other stuff. And also it's like strength training as well so it's a lot of it is the outside of running portion so it's like squats lifting and all that that I learned to put that into my routine so that it could make me a stronger runner growing up when, when Bozeman High was rolling along like they were, I think 12 consecutive girls cross country championships, 9 or 10 on, on the boys' side as well. Were you aware of that when you were little? What, what did you think of that and your dad's influence on it? Um, when I was little, I actually would go to meet and be rolling around in the grass and jumping in all the leaves and stuff. So then I didn't really understand the importance of it and I was like oh this is so fun to just be here and be with the team and everything and now when I go to the same courses and everything I get to see where his high school runners went and I get to experience it more and so it's a little nostalgic being able to go now. River City Runners presented by Zootown Sports Cards. Zootown Sports Cards they got a big time card show coming up later on this month down there at the Double Tree. It's filling up so if you want to be a vendor you need to go give them a call there at Zootown Sports Cards or you can just swing into the shop as well if you're a sports card enthusiast. It's an awesome place. They have all sorts of awesome memorabilia including of course cards and they're located there at the corner of Higgins and South right across from Dorn Blazer Field and an awesome place and also a very proud sponsor of River City Runners. Kenzie she is a senior at Missoula Hellgate. So tell us about the thought of your experience at Hellgate so far because I know Andrews Brooker does a great job there and you're you're joining a team that was one of the teams that sort of challenged Bozeman all along the way so what have you thought so far about your experience at Hellgate? I love Hellgate so much I love the coaches we have a couple assistant coaches that really get to know the runners and then I also really love the girls on the team we we've become really close this year um not like running wise just as like personality getting to know each other outside of running we're really close um Hellgate's definitely a very fun school. I am glad I got to pick which school I would go to when I moved to Missoula. And so I picked Hellgate for the running program, and I'm very glad I did. Well, I know that your dad, Clint May, who was the head coach of Montana, he, he has said great things about Coach Brookers and his program as well. So in compare and contrast, them, what, what's different about maybe the you grew up running and, and how is it different now at Hellgate? What do you think of some of the specifics that you've learned in this program? Um. I would say I definitely have a more, like, better connection with the coach. Like, Anders, he loves to talk to you personally, gets to know you a little bit. And then he also, like, you can go to him with anything. And 
a lot of coaches, you'd be terrified. Like when I was younger, I'd be like, I cannot talk to a coach. That's really scary. But now with Anders coaching, it's just so easy to talk to him and like easy to um, let him know what's happening in your life. So it's really great. And you last year as a junior named the Montana Gatorade Girls Cross Country Runner of the Year. So what did you think when you first heard that you got that accolade? Um, it was really awesome. I was really excited. I didn't even know that was an option at the beginning of the season. Like when we closed in off your state, he was like, hey, you're in the runnings. And I was like, oh, that's, that's awesome. I didn't know that was a thing. And so um, it felt it was a really honor. And it made me motivated to keep going and keep pushing myself even farther than what I've gotten. So. I you mentioned some of your teammates. I know that Sage Brooks, she came by for our senior spotlight this last summer before she made her way to the East Coast to go run over at Syracuse. Montana distance running in general has a great lineage of, of phenomenal female athletes that have come through it. And I know that there's still a few competing in the state as well. I know Kylie Hartnett's a great runner there at, at Helena High. Uh, Tiana Vladek at Billings Senior a couple years back as well. Of course, the Aragon sisters. What do you think of just the dynamic of all these great female runners that come out of Montana? Does that motivate you? I mean, are, the, are those people that you emulate or, or you let fuel your competition that you want to beat? How do they influence? influence the way that you prepare um they definitely have a huge impact on on the competitions and my mindset for training and everything they we all get along really well so we all talk to like some of the top girls in the montana state and so we get to know them a little more and they i think we just motivate each other so we're all super happy for our successes and we all know each other's goals and so i think that's really helpful to have someone that's also your competition but also a support system and so I was I love all the girls in the state running they everyone's so sweet and it's so fun to be able to have such great competition Kenzie May joining us part of our River City Runners highlighting great runners from around Missoula as well as the state of Montana as well Kenzie was the Montana State Cross Country Runner of the Year from Gatorade last year and now competing in her senior year there at Missoula Hellgate Kenzie this season I mean what's been going well for Hellgate what have you thought of your performances so far and what are the ultimate goals for the Knights this year um team wise our goal is to win state of course we are really close with Helena and Bozeman right now um, and then individually, I would love to win state as well. And then it was going to be going to Nike Nationals, but that ended up getting canceled. But NXR, Nike Regionals is still happening. So that is a, it's after state a couple weeks. And so that is a next big step after state. And then um, I think girls individually, I think we just want to have a strong middle section of our fourth and fifth girl um, have really great competitions, so they're hoping to uh, really step up at state. So that's our biggest goal is to win state. Well, Kenzie, this has been great. We always love catching up with all the great athletes from across the state, and you certainly are one of them. Thanks so much for making some time. I know that uh, you're busy this time of year, but best of luck with everything, and uh, best of luck in pursuing those lofty goals because I'm, I'm certain that those are in your sights. Thanks so much for being with us today. Of course. Thank you for having me. So there you go every other week. Highlighting some of the best runners from across the state of Montana. What's going on on Friday? We'll let you know. And also give you one more reminder about how you can win a whole bunch of goodies from us here at ESPN Missoula. Don't change the dial. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. 
At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Radio Missoula. Meats, you like grilling, you like spicing up your meats and then grilling them. We're gonna hook you up. It's Nuana's is now 1029 ESPN Radio. Maybe you're watching on SWX Montana Television. I'm Coulter Nuana's. Thanks so much for cruising with us here on a Thursday. Miss anything in the show today? Awesome show, bunch of great guests. Paul Peterson, head coach of Dixie State, who brings his team to Missoula, joined us. To preview the game, Jill Olson from the Dylan Steyer's Concussion Project also swung by to talk all about head injuries and how she might be able to help you, how the Dylan Steyer's Concussion Project might be able to help everybody uh, as we continue to make progress in mitigating uh, head injuries. Also, our Treasure State Stars for the day highlighted some of the best athletes from around the state of Montana. Carolyn Chickadoes No Sports swing by, and Kenzie May, our River City Runners subject for the week, a Missoula Hellgate standout, and the rating. Montana Cross Country Girls Runner of the Year uh, as part of our River City Runners. All that can be found on the podcast, which is proudly presented by Sportsbet Montana, the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel, and Blackfoot Communications. We got Traeger Grill. We got a gift pack from Alpine Touch, and we got a beef box from Haymaker Beef. We also got an otter box, a grill, and a cooler, courtesy of Twisted Tea, to be entered to win all of those. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now podcast. Subscribe to the Nuanas Now YouTube channel. Follow Alpine Touch, Haymaker Beef, and ESPN Missoula on Instagram and Facebook. Once you've done all that, text us, 888-1029. That's 888-1029. A lot of you might already be subscribed and all that and following and all that. If you are, awesome. Just let us know. The text that says, hey, I'm subscribed. Hey, I'm entered. Hey, I'm into the giveaway. Hey, I want to win. That'll, that's what's going to enter you, and then we will do a big drawing for each of those individual prizes separately from each other on Cat Grizz Saturday, Grizz Cat Saturday, Rivalry Saturday, Judgment Day, November 20th. So do it. Get on Instagram. Get on Facebook. Get on YouTube. Get on your podcasting. Go follow us. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us everywhere. All the social medias, all the subscriptions that you could possibly want for ESPN Missoula, Alpine Touch, and Haymaker Beef, you'll be entered in. By the way, you post pictures of you using Alpine Touch on Instagram, tag Alpine Touch, that's extra credit. That's an extra entry. So go do that as well. Be back at tomorrow. Rajim Seabrook in the saddle. We'll also have our Garden City Spotlight featuring the AA coaches from around the state of Mon- city of Missoula. We'll see you then. At Blackfoot Communications, our mission is to connect people, businesses, and communities to their networks in Montana and beyond. 
Through Blackfoot sponsorships, local ambassadors, and public programs, we support initiatives such as the Emergency Broadband Benefit, fiber deployments, and community events. For information on our commitment to improving our communities with fast, reliable, and secure internet access, go to blackfootcommunications.com news. It's finally starting to feel like winter around here, and if you need some nice winter gear, how about the fine folks at Sitka? They make awesome winter clothes, and they sell custom Bobcat Sitka gear at the MSU Bookstore. You can shop online anytime at msubookstore.org, or, of course, you can check out the MSU Bookstore live and in person there on the Montana State campus. They also have some graduation regalia back in order there at the MSU Bookstore. They have an awesome American Indian Council selection as well. Visit on campus anytime you need blue and gold or visit online anytime, anywhere, msubookstore.org. MSU Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day located there on the Montana State campus.